Yeah, congrats on the move. How was the shoveling the other day? How much snow did you get? We only got like a foot. Really? We got like yeah. a foot here. I was thrilled. How does it feel to get out of the trailer where you were cooking meth? Uh, well, we're doing that in the basement now, so it's a lot classier. <laughs> Wait, awesome. you were doing it? It was just like in the kitchen last time at the other apartment? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the neighbors across the street. I'm pretty sure that apartment's going to blow up Ooh, one day. Competition, competition. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I actually know what episode we're on. We're on episode 39 of Spurs in Podcast uh, for all our listeners. Yeah, we've been on a little bit of hiatus. This isn't as easy as we thought it would be. We thought we'd just like get up here and speak, but no, there's a lot more that goes into it. So we had to reorganize a little bit, but we're back. And we have the oh, wait, we had to reorganize. Oh, yeah, in life too. Yeah. Well, you can, it's not only the organization uh, thing, there are a whole bunch of been, things. You've been but a little yes, snappy. Congrats. I think congrats you've been a little Derek. snappy. He, he got the crib, and that's, that's awesome. Good power move, Derek. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, which is no longer a map. But yeah, so episode 39, we are back. Oh, the map's gone. Yeah, I miss it. I, I do. It's I do miss it. It's like a real right, I'm done with this. Very grown up. <laughs> All right. So yeah, as you can hear by that voice, our <laughs> Nick's back. So let's let's give it there. There, Nick's finally back. Really? We got Nick we back. You, it's, been we it's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, Derek is also here and Jose, of course. So yeah, the OG four. Let's yeah, get into Nick, it. OG Nick four. has a little bit. Of, Nick has a little bit more free time on his hands, being that um, we experienced some sadness about a week and a half ago, at least yeah. for me and Nick. So finally, yeah. oh god! Did, did you guys watch? Work. Did you guys watch the Four Falls of Buffalo? It's great. It's really excellent. I seen Actually, it I just noticed that that's on Disney Plus now. But I saw it the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was making fun of that. I was writing it. Like, anyway. I went, huh? Okay. Well, I guess I will never watch this. So well. <laughs> so. On the American football front, quickly, there's been some great football on that. It front. has been, but has been. we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Spurs, the transfer window. We missed a bunch of games, but we're not going to go into those Chelsea games because I don't think anyone really cares to go into those Chelsea games. No, but let's go into the transfer window, which is always just so much fun. Like just so much fun dealing with these reporters and reports, and we're poking around. We're here. We're there. No one knows what the fuck's going on until. You know, there's, there's someone signs the paper. But look, should we do ratings? How you rated it? Because I want to do it differently. I want to rate the incomings and the outgoings because I think it's so. I want to rate my headache on deadline days like a ten. Is ten the best? My, like, is, just refreshing, refreshing the list like every five minutes. But isn't um, it like every morning in January you wake up? You're like, <laughs> for us, it's waking up to like already blown moves that we just messed up or whatever. I want to rate myself. That we were going to get for my favorite moment of the window was when we had Dembele signed for like five minutes. That was pretty cool. At the end, uh, making moves in the sick. last four days. We don't, yeah, that was that was sick. That was my favorite five minutes of when we signed him. Only to then two minutes later, the reports come that's actually no, they're not going to sign sign him. Yours? Was, it was only on Dembele for you. It was for Triore for me, for Luis Diaz for me. It was for all of those guys. It seems yeah, those always at least had a little bit of the life to him. They had a little bit of legs to him. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Dembele was just, it, it was five minutes long. It was legitimately, there was a report that Spurs are making a late bid. And then like five minutes later, it's like, never <laughs> mind. They actually did it. We just made that up. <laughs> it was the follow-up. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was like, Dembele, do you want to go to Spurs? And he's like, no. Just like no. he said, do you want to go to Arsenal? And he said, no, I don't. Who they? Who they? It's yeah. rare. Not... All right. So let's get into it. Um, Quick rundown. We're going to do a ratings on the incomings and the outcomes. Or do you want to just do it on the whole thing? 
Derek hates January transfer window. It like drives him absolutely insane. Like it's infuriate. He's even darker than usual. I don't know about the lighting, but like I can see him seething about January transfer window. He's mad. We absolutely know what this is about. No, it's just the worst time to be on Spurs Twitter because everyone's like, oh my God, we don't have any players signed. What are we doing? Eventually we're going to get people and we shipped out, what, seven guys? It's just about as angry as you could possibly get on the internet is what happens during, especially the last week of January. Wait, what do they sound like on Spurs Twitter? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's why I need you back. Is that like the sound that the water boy does? Let's go through our incoming business or signings. So we had Dejan Kulevsky from Juventus come on loan with an obligation to buy at what? 40 million? With the greatest nickname ever, Kulo, for all you Spanish-speaking oh. people. And don't worry, that Kulo, the uh, not, not the daddy Yankee, the but was it? Who's who's the other one? Who's the other one? <laughs> oh, boy. We, we so first, we're eight minutes in, and we've had borderline racism. Mr. 305. Oh, Pitbull. Yeah, Pitbull. Oh, Pitbull yeah. He has the song Kulo. He does have the song Kulo. When he says all the Spanish person in there, Kulo. Okay, that'll be played. But anyway, so yeah, he signed (laughs) Dejan Kulasevsky. Swedish player of Juventus on loan, 21 years old, obligation to buy at 40 million. And we signed Rodrigo Bentancourt, who just scored a goal today, over 19 million plus bonuses. So when I saw them, I'm ex- I guess you're I'm excited about getting players in. I'm excited about Dehan. I just think Rodrigo is the same players we want, but like what was the plan? These players aren't at the top 3 positions we need. There wasn't a plan. There it doesn't seem like Paratici had a plan at all. So I think there I- was a plan, but the plan didn't go accordingly. And we missed out like we always do on well, the here- people that we were targeting. Here's what I think what happened. We had the Triori deal like set it was done but we had this diaz deal that we were trying to sneak under liverpool's nose so we were just waiting and waiting and waiting on triori and not offering him the the money that we would eventually probably have given him because of this diaz deal uh wolves looked at us and go are you just going to wait all month and we were like probably because we're spurs and they were like all right we're just going to offer him where he kind of wants to go anyway and barcelona took 20 days that we should have had this deal because we were waiting to sneak this Diaz deal under their no- under Liverpool's nose because Diaz and Liverpool had been connected before this. And we just failed at that. Like, we tried. We came in. We had a bid. Liverpool was like, oh, shit, we have to actually go get this guy because he fits Liverpool way better than he fits us anyway. Like, this, like even Diaz for 70 million, like, where's he going to play? Behind Son? Son? Like, I just didn't. It's, it's just a, it was such he fits Liverpool. He doesn't fit us. So I wasn't super upset. And we this was a deal that he was always going to Liverpool. The minute they came back into the race, we were out of it. It wasn't a money thing. It was they were we were gonna match them, they were gonna match us. And we were and then we lost it on the Triori deal because we waited so damn long to try to get the Diaz deal in. And then all the reports were Tottenham's in a panic. And while I am excited about Dan Kulazeski, I just think Rodrigo Bencor is one of the midfielders we already have. He's just another 6'8". And Dehan's what, Mora's backup, if not better than Mora? I don't know what he does. Like, So that's how I feel about the incomings. Just as far as the plan, 
Jose said we had a plan and didn't work out. Look at the people we're talking about. We're talking about a left winger, a right wing who could potentially play right wing back, which reportedly is why he didn't want to come to us. And we signed another right winger and a center mid. We didn't, we, I mean, sun came out of the blue, but most of our transfers in the past, there's at least been a little bit of smoke before the fire. And I didn't hear anything about a left-sided center back. I didn't hear anything about a right-sided uh, right wing back. I just don't know why we were linked to so many wingers when we have a decent amount of them, even though we sent at least one, I guess you want to call Geo a winger at some point, but no, there was no plan. That's a, that's one thing. The one thing I, I'm not a huge fan of right now is, I mean, he's got, what's his nickname? Kulu. It's a pretty cool name. Kulu. Pretty cool nickname. I'll take it. Why every window does Spurs go into it and are like, you know what we need? Another fucking winger. Every time. <laughs> like every time. What? I, don't know, I don't know. Brian Hill last time. Like it's, it's every, every window. I, I don't understand that. Maybe he can. Uh, I, I didn't get far enough down into the, the expert range hole yet uh, of listening to their breakdowns on him. But I mean, it sounds like he can have a little bit more playmaking potential. But I mean, still another winger. But I think in terms of planning for the window, it seemed. I think we need to take into consideration, too, that it was the January window. So it's a little bit tougher to go out and get your exact needs. And it almost the way that they attacked things was almost like you you hear to make our classic North American American football um, comparison. It almost like they just went for the best player available. Like that's what they did on their draft board here. Hypothetically was. Could they have used another winger for maybe like down the line? Like not really right now. It wasn't really pressing, but I'm a little confused with him too. He's almost from the same age as Hill. So it's like, all right, so we're going to take one young guy, loan him out, and then get another young guy in. Granted, you look at the two of them, and I think I said in the group text, <laughs> I was, I was like about to say. 12, and then our new, our new boy looks like he's like, you know, he looks like he's older than me. So I, I don't know. And he's, you know, 21. And, he's, but. and plus he's been playing a lot more than, than Brian Hill too. But so, I, I think I agree with Ben that they did have the plan for the right, right wing back and trying to convert Adama Traore over there to that position. Cause that's what all the reports were saying yeah. that Conte wanted. But then it, like Ben said, it failed on them. They just didn't go in and get the dude. And Barcelona came in and swept them away. And then we try to focus on other stuff once that was gone. But I mean, I think this transfer sure. window again, with like Nick said too, it's it was more about us getting rid of players than actually signing players because it's always tough to sign players in January, especially the players that you have a real big need for. You know, teams are going to hold out; they're going to wait for the summer so they can get more money off of these players instead of rushing and signing selling them in January. So, I mean, we, Levy's done this a, mil- a million times holding on to players that he knows that we should get rid of to see if they can like produce so they can have a, a higher price value at the end of summer. But I don't, I don't hate the signing of uh, this Benton guy in the middle either, because Conte too, who's the young guy is a Harvey white. Is that his name? Yeah. I, apparently, yeah, apparently there were four teams interested to him, two championship teams that wanted to loan him out for the rest of the year. And, and Conte said no, because he wanted more bodies in the middle. So I, I mean, if they added someone who can compete, with guys at the top. I mean, that's been a big problem and especially our midfield for a long time. You think back to like Erickson where he clearly didn't want to be here, but you knew he was going to start every single game because I had nobody else. 
I'm not saying that Skip and Hoiberg don't want to be here and they're not play, they're playing with some attitude, but at least you got some competition for them and Ben's boy winks in the middle there. I mean, you, you, you guys, you got competition, which is good. But again, I think it was more like a best player available type thing. I'm not saying that they needed this guy more than, or these guys more than like, a, obviously a wing back. That was, that was one of the bigger needs center back. Right, even was right, bigger. Maybe right. here. I, I know this is crazy, but a Harry Kane backup. I, I know, I know it's a crazy <laughs> thing to think yeah. about, but I got, I got right wing back striker attacking midfield. We didn't go after any of those. Like, and everyone says, these deals are good. They're, they're good deals. They're good signings. And I do like you bank of the Bronx Bronx dude. Yeah. It looks, it seems like, it. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like Kulisevsky cause he's like, everyone says he's unorthodox and weird with his movements and can hopefully play positions that we could play in the, in a three, five, in a th- maybe like a three, five, two where he's kind of sits behind and he can play the Morris position, except I don't think he's has the speed of more or the dribbling techniques. He's a big dude, and for a big dude, he he has like deceptive speed. It looks like, because he gets by a lot of people. And the guy is a little bit. He's he seems to be creative too. He's just not a, a one faceted dude, like just big dude that will just scores. He he looks to have an eye for a pass as well. And Rodrigo as well. Rodrigo looks like he's like your typical what you said. Have uh, your your um, Skip and Hoiberg type player. But he looks like he passes a little bit better than both of those guys right now. Yeah, I'm just stuck on how much better. So much better that we need another 6'8". Like, all these players are just, we can, yeah, great. As Nick said, we have people to fill in for each other. But we need an attacking mid. We need a striker. We need a right wing back. We just went out and uh, it's like, a lot of it looks like uh, panic. Paratigi's like, I know where to go to get players. Juventus. They need some money because they just spent whatever on Blovic. I think it's crazy, though, that everyone says, well, you can't do business in January, which I generally am one of those people. But Juventus is going to say, what are you? Are you calling the Cotto Black right now? Or what are you? Where are you going with this one? So when we were linked at the beginning of January with Blahovic, and so was Arsenal, every report was he's not leaving anywhere. And then Juventus pony up the money, and sure enough, he gets sold. Well, he Probably wanted to so. go there. Yeah, obviously. But Fiorentina still had to sanction the deal. Yeah, I mean, but he's been shitting on Arsenal for like two months about, I'm not coming to you. That's true. That's true. Uh, while they we didn't did. have a plan, though, I do love Kulu. I think this dude can be, he, he has positional versatility. He can play center mid. I think he could be a 10. He's probably best suited on the right wing. But in this system, he doesn't necessarily have to be fast. If, well, we don't have a right wing back that's fast. At this point, so maybe he does need to be fast. Thank you, Lucas. How about Lucas, right wing back? Uh, but I like both players. I just don't think they fit our needs. As Nick said, it's best player available. It, it was almost like we need to fill in spots. Well, I mean, we got rid of so many players. If you want to talk about, let's go through the outgoings right now. <laughs> One window, Clark, Sunderland, and Dombele goes back to Leon on with an obligation to buy of 60 million. We could talk no. about that because there's option no way option, option. option. <laughs> to buy a which is not happening. It's it's just a message to the big teams. Like this is the price we're going to want for him. It's a message to PSG. Let's be honest. Uh, Los Celso also in that window. He goes to Villarreal on loan. No option to buy, but I think we're there up to it and we're will we'd be willing to get rid of him. But 
We can let uh, Jose and Derek fight over that soon. He's coming back. <laughs> and then uh, Brian Keel goes to Valencia. And all I said was, why? Why do I need him to go back to Spain? I, I heard like some that he's he's homesick, but I don't need him to go play more Spanish soccer. I need him to go play some English soccer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Let's stop the homesick nonsense. He quote tweeted that on Twitter with a laughing emoji because that dude clearly made that up. Well, maybe I think this is actually good for him to go somewhere where he's going to play every game. But yeah, I I would prefer that he play in the championship, get his shin smashed to bits. Yeah, I agree with I agree with him going out on loan anywhere and, and getting football in. The, the most important thing for this dude right now is to play. He's not he's not fucking playing, so he might as well go anywhere and play. I don't even know where he fits in his team right now. He's twenty. He doesn't have to fit now. That's fine. That's fine. That's that's a good point. I'm just. Yeah, it's neither did Jack Clark. <laughs> no, Literally, so like, if we pay, we pay, how much should we pay for Jack Clark? 15 or 20 million? 25? Too like, much. I don't even, like, who is, who is he? Wait, so uh, Sunderland's coach got fired after they uh, got Jack Clark, like, right after. Really? It's all right. We're going to have wow. Jack Clark to Jermaine Defoe for the rest of the season. That's insane. Yeah, yeah that is insane. I saw that today. All right, and then the last one, which – Really hit me today for sure with everything going on, on Twitter and what he posted is Deli Alley is officially no longer has any part to do with Tottenham Hotspur, except for in our history and our memories. He will go to Everton on some weird ass deal where they pay 10 million if he plays 20 games and 40 million if he plays 80 games and all shit in between. Yeah, two sad things in a row. First, Riri gets knocked up by ASAP Rocky and now my boy was there for that. My boy was their private chef when they were out in like so like when they were rapping. They go out. For the, I thought they, you meant for the sex. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. But like close <laughs> enough. Like, damn, I want to be there too. So, <laughs> so this is like, forgot. Like, before they, this is not when the impregnation started. I know I love how we're just jumping into this, but yeah, my uh, my boy was their private chef when he was with um, he's it was him. It was ASAP Rocker, Rihanna, Tyler the Creator. They had these two huge houses at um in Utah where they were just making music and he was their private chef. Okay. But, so that's when it rekindled. Yeah. And Tyler, crea- Tyler, the creator would show up supposedly and like throw snowballs at their window and say, stop having sex. We have music to create. Maybe it's like ASAP, the creator now. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like makes sense. He didn't have sex with Tyler, the creator. So I don't get it. No, he no created, we're talking he about created Dali, Dali, and this is what we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. He created, yeah, yeah, he created really... pain for the rest of the world. Okay. Really anyway, well, I want to get back to Delhi. All of these signings before we got to Delhi, because like we, Delhi owes, we owe, we owe more to Delhi, the Clark, the Indomitable, Los Celso, the heel. The, which one upsets you the most? Not, I guess I'm, how, how do I phrase this? Yeah. Which one do you th- think we shouldn't have loaned out? Should have held on to, if any. I know Derek thinks so. And Dombley wasn't ever going to fit on this team or with Conte. I thought Los Celso could, but uh, as and I'm going to Jose's side. Well, I'll let you guys get at it. He hasn't showed anything. I can't defend him any longer. The only guy I can say is the guy we already mentioned, Hale, and maybe. And, and he would have kept too. Not even. Uh, all of them had to go. I love, and we've expressed this a billion times here. Let's not start on the negative side. We all love Deli Ali. We love that dude. He's given us, he's given us a whole bunch of great moments. I've said it here before that he's 
he he was the first player I fell in love with when I started watching Spurs. But I, I just um, he had to he had to go. So the only guy I can really talk about is he. You know, he's the one that I I, I foresee staying on this club. Derek, please defend Los Celso. <laughs> so in recent times, okay, in recent times, he hasn't been great. Then again, he's only played, what, 10, 10 matches this season. I think he has one start. So it's hard to judge somebody off of that, but he's constantly starting for Argentina. He was really good in Project Restart. And we have no midfielders that are remotely creative. So at the very least, he could offer something different. Now, I know it's in Conte we trust. I understand that. And I reluctantly will believe in the project come next season because obviously we're not winning the league this year. But I just don't see a logical scenario. We're not winning the league next season either. Yeah, we are. I don't see a logical scenario where Winks, Hoiberg, Skip, and the new guy whose name I can't pronounce. Rodrigo Bentoncourt. Sure. I don't see how four near-identical players – there's no three spots is good for this You're right. season. What were you saying? No one was listening. Sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Love you <Yes>. guys. <laughs> right. um, look, I agree in many parts that in Conte we trust, and it's really hard to watch what $130 million in signings have to be loaned out, two of which we expected to turn this team around do you blame Lo Celso for Delhi's failures because he wasn't Erickson no sorry say that again Delhi yeah, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to find out you know, who who's to, to blame for going back to what Derek for was Delhi. saying about Gio and I know he he did say in the beginning that this guy you know he as of as of late he was terrible and he did admit that but saying that he didn't have a chance According to Ben and that stat that he sent us, if you divide that those minutes, that's 20, that's 2,668 minutes is 29 games of 90-minute football. And he has four, one, one goal and three assists. Yeah, talk I to Delhi how many he goals, how many goals he had when he first started. Yeah, Delhi's on the same boat. <laughs> oh, when he first started, no, but he was amazing when he first started. Yeah, when he first started, he was great. I mean, as of, as of late, he's been in the same boat as Gio and is in the same boat as Tangy, you know, just not giving us enough. Right, so we're really we're really going to use that terrible no context, whatever the <laughs> hell you just said. He played like nine or ten games where he was the best player on the team with no Kane or Son, and you expect him to just magically get assists. Yeah, it's yeah. a clown, clown stat. You're better than that. Bro, the, the games that you said he played were not with Kane and Son, right? Correct. That's a majority of his time. He's passing the ball. That's to when he was playing well. Players. That's when yeah. he was playing well. Because he had to. They had to run the entire offense through him. Because he was and the then, only player of actual first team talent on the in the attacking band. And then and when he had Kane, when he had Kane and Son at his disposal. And he didn't play. He was out for nine months. What are you talking about? He he played with them. He played with them. There's plenty of opportunities that he had. How many games? I don't know, but he's definitely nine months. Please end all of your sentences with a form of pal or buddy or whatever. (laughs) Thank you. It's just so ridiculous. This guy's this guy's been riding Kane, who doesn't want to be on this team prior to like December, 
and and Gio, he's just getting nonstop bullets just shot through his body from Jose. It's like it's not only from me; it's from pretty much everyone, bro. So you're you, you're on the side of social media. I am not on the side of social media. You know I am not on is? the side of Gio Lasalso. That is this is, that this is, is about the point. corner kick. That's this is about. It's what it's always been about. He sh- he did that corner kick, and everyone turned against him. No, he had that play also where he was running up the sidelines and just ran it out of bounds. Uh, They play that a lot, too. See it all the time. He's literally just running out of, I don't know what, yeah, just runs out of bounds. Only Spurs Twitter could shit on their own player the way that we do. Only. Uh, I think Uh, we just believe that. I think that's, you know. They would not shit on Delhi for the past two years and then, like, have this whole pouring out of affection for him after he leaves Derek. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, you're right. Well, come on. That would never happen. That's totally fair. He's been bad for over two years, but he's. Oh, yeah, he's, he's been terrible. Look, but. here's what Delhi. Here's what I was thinking earlier. It was like we had Gareth Bale, but at the time I'm comparing Delhi to Gareth Bale, not in the way they play, just like the stardom that was that we got from them and how they started. But at the time with Gareth Bale, we were still a team that's selling with Delhi. We were a team that's actually like buying and fighting. And he failed and he just flopped. This dude had unbelievable stats. Even when you include the last three years, what I posted today, the 61 goals or like 64 assists in 150. He had a, he had a, he had a, in 158 minutes, he'd have a goal or assist, including the last three years, which is insane. This dude came from League One. He was so good. He's the reason all these young kids are generally fans because this is when we started watching Spurs over here. He was the young, exciting, cool, athletic player. And like, I remember sitting there trying to do this stupid thing with your oh, finger, God. his fucking celebration. That was so bad. I hated that. And, and, <laughs> and then he was, and then we just spent the last two years, and I don't feel bad about it shitting on him because Cliff, Cliff fell off a cliff. Like, unbelievable. No, no, you got to drop, you got to hold, go like this. You can never do it. Drop your fingers. Twist your wrist. Twist your wrist. Uh, you, this is awful. I wish people could see what is happening right here. I'm glad my, my strong. I hand. wish they could see that Derek didn't even. He's the only one who didn't even attempt it. But yeah, so Derek. I went so to miserable. Play. So miserable. You take one, take one guy out of his, this guy's midfield. And he doesn't give a shit about anything anymore. Wait, it's two of them. It's two of them. Who? No, see, no, no, no. Don't put me. A, I I said since the Morkum game that I was out on and don't belly. Don't put me there. That's true. Yeah, we've kind of been out on him. He's not going to run. Yeah. He's never he's, going to be. He's we. It's it's a physical league, and Dom wants to play futsal in France. No, flat out, it's the Morecambe game when he walked off the pitch and got shoved by his teammates, and then wouldn't jog off the pitch after that was when I was done with him. And clearly, him and Gio, they they don't have they don't see eye to eye with Conte. So as long as Conte's like not leaving in like six months because we don't buy him players in the summer. I think I'm okay with this because then that'd be very Spursy of this to go down. Where all right, <laughs> they leave. Manager the doesn't like these guys. We got to get them out, and then the manager just leaves. So as long also, as that doesn't happen, it's very Conte. Also, yeah, I mean, which makes hey. everyone a little bit more nervous. But yeah, uh, still Tange, hey, he's had how many managers that haven't been on his team? And, no, no, I'm done with him. I'm know. done with how he's never going to yes all the talent in the world, but he's never going to play the game that you need to play. He wants to play soccer on the beach with his friends and destroy everyone. That's what he wants. And he can go to France and Portugal and do that. He's never going to body up people do just like the basic working things. And Conte saw that immediately, like within 
to a game, he was like, all right, you're going to go practice on the side field now. Like, get out of here. Like, bye. You get your fat piece of shit ass, like, out of my, out of this team, out of my way. Go to that far field. That's what happened. It's why it's, don't deny it. And PSG is still willing to pay $60 million possibly for this fucker. Yeah. But oh, they can. I, I think we all agree in, on these outcomes. I want to get back to Delhi and, like, just general feelings about like, I mean, like I was crushed this morning. I, I think I told you guys like watching like that video he posted and how good he was and those numbers. I'm saying it again, but like, yeah, shed a tear or two. Like that's a Tottenham legend. And I, I was disagreeing with it originally because I was so angry that he failed in a way that he flopped when if he didn't flop, he was still the player he was. This team could be so good. But maybe it was Pochettino leaving. I'd love to see. Does anyone have any? People they like think they want to blame for Delhi Alley, or is it that's just Delhi Alley? Because I think it's mostly Delhi. I think I said it in the group chat. There's a whole bunch of things that happened, man. So it's just a snowball effect of a whole bunch of things. First, he got injured for a long period of time. Then when he came back, he wasn't playing the same. It took time for him to get back. Then there was a the switch of managers. The manager that, that he loved and we all loved ended up leaving. Then we bring in Jose. And Jose worked his miracles on him for a little bit, had him playing really well, but then said some dumb shit like he always does and demotivated the guy. Uh, then we switched the managers again. And then the systems that we were getting into weren't the best systems for him. It's just a big snowball effect of things. And I think at the end of the day, it was just all that stuff led to him having low confidence in himself and not being the deli that we know. We, we got like, Obviously, because of the show, a surprising, obviously, a in-depth look on some of their conversations. I don't know if it was cut or whatever was done to it, but I'm not going to blame what Delhi said to, I mean, what Mourinho said to Delhi on Mourinho, demotivating him. Like, that first part, like, about um, you have, like, all the potential in the world. I just need you to, and then, then you heard the other ones where he tells Levy's a bad trainer or the... Uh, Alex Ferguson only, only gave me one advice in two years, signed Deli Alley and all this stuff. And I think it was all there. I just think Deli's a Deli became a party boy. He hit his peak way too early and he just waffled and waffled and never kept up with what you have to keep up with. I think someone said it. Yeah. Once you take your eye off the ball, like in this sport, like you're done. And he's just kind of done that. I think a lot of the managerial changes didn't help him. But they shouldn't have helped, but they didn't help anyone. But they didn't help anyone. We saw him for the play. It showed who the player he was. I said he was, I said he was what? I said he was pretty one dimensional, which I'll take back. He wasn't completely one dimensional, but yeah, you remove Erickson, you remove that attacking midfielder. It kind of showed Delhi kind of gets stuck. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Erickson makes it made up for a lot of creativity that wasn't there with other players. And I think just the, the a lot of the changes around him didn't suit him. Well, he, he flashed and had some decent, decent moments, but um, you know, I don't know how he's going to do at Everton, but you know, maybe playing if they can get him up and around DCL uh, that might help him out, but I don't know who's going to be, I, I, I don't know them enough. You don't uh, think I he mean, works over there? Sigurdsson's still locked up. So I don't know who's going to be uh be the creative piece in Everton's midfield. Everton's um, a shit show. Yeah, they're they're in a tough spot. So I, I don't know. I, I 
I think that it's either going to go really well or really, really bad for him at Everton. That's kind of what I think. Uh, if he can get some kind of connection with DCL, then I could see something good happening from there. Um, he was really good next to Kane for a, a long period, but yeah, I think a lot pass, of the changes though. around him just didn't do well. Uh, didn't do him any justice. I think it's Bert Charleston's going to be his most important player. I don't know why <laughs> the, the whole Van de Beek um, and Delhi signings are weird because they're very similar. And that team is a, sh- as Derek said, a shit show right now. Didn't they just yeah. hire Frank Lampard? Yes. Yeah, they did. So, so I think the, my one point is that I think modern football uh, positions, there's only really one he can play, and it's behind the striker. And unfortunately, the managers we chose did not feature that actual spot. Yeah. Their team. We, I mean, it's not like we ever saw Delhi dominate games. He would just, all he needed was a minute to score, get an, a huge goal or an assist. And that's all we obviously needed from him. And he would do it consistently, so consistently in the beginning. And then when he's not doing that consistently, he's kind of doing what he was doing even in the beginning. He, he doesn't take over games. He makes, someone said it. I think Extra Inch actually said it. He doesn't make bad teams good. He makes, Good teams, great. He doesn't. If you get what I'm saying, yeah. he needs yeah. players. He doesn't. He's not coming to Burnley and making them a, a much better team. He's not. Yeah, he's he going to sink he down did. a level. He makes he a did. good team great. He did intangible things that made teams win. But saving he scored, a ball, flicking it back into the into field of play. Or not oh yeah, his, his technical ability is unbelievable. It's just he he's he's been caught out for a couple of years that oh we need you to progress the ball, Delhi, and he can't progress the ball. And you lose Toby and you lose Erickson. So now those runs that he's the best at finding those open space and, and just hitting those runs for someone to hit him with a long pass, that's gone. And we're asking him to, yeah, under Mourinho too. We're, we're doing counterattacking, Delhi. We need you to progress the ball up the field. And for three games, it worked. Three or five games in the beginning when Mourinho had worked. And then we really never saw him again. Because we didn't possess the ball. All we do is counterattack under Nuno, under Mourinho, and that's not what Delhi does best. Nope. And you think it would be what he does best because of his runs, but no, it's not. It just shuts him out because he's not a striker. He's not Son, and he's our their best player. And it's sad, but, man, because he was, as you said, a great player, happy. Him and Dyer had a great bromance. Yeah, and he was a great ambassador to the team. He was fun. He was the cool guy. Like People love Son, but mostly – I mean, everyone loves Son because he's happy. Kane is – Oh, that's a weird thing. A point I actually wanted to bring up. Uh, I mean, but let me get, I'll get to that. But Kane is obviously our best player, but still there's something boring about Kane that doesn't make him like that attractive a player. But on that, what I just said as Kane being a boring player, who respects Kane more than the English national team and the players who play on the English national team? Because I don't think there any, is anyone. And I understand Conte and Paratici are Italian and they want to go after their guys. Can we go after some English guys who were like, I played next to Kane. I know how good he is. I want to play with this guy. And I bet there's plenty of them. But we we haven't done that in year, in a couple of years. We're, we're always looking outside. I'm like, can our biggest draw or our best player, Harry Kane, draw some great English players? Who? Who would you like? Let's let's start there. I think Jared, Jared Bowen, uh, Declan Rice, any one of them. Like uh, you can go on. There's a ton of them. Madison. I would. T- would you not take Madison right now? We should have taken Madison. Exactly. Another million one. from Norwich. No, no. I'm talking about now that players. We should oh, yeah. go after Italian. Like no, it's not Italian. I agree. 
it's, it's our, our biggest these draw. Guys get tied up and you know these big clubs they they tie up these guys quick especially when they fill the english quota that's big for a player you know every team needs to have a certain amount of english players so they're gonna they're gonna go at these guys like hard and we don't go hard all the time to sign people so especially english guys so i think it's a little tough yeah it's just more like use your greatest draw which it's kane this is a, this is one of the best players in the world uh, one of the top three strikers, top two strikers, whatever you want to call them. And the English team, the English players know that. The Jared Bowens, all those players, they play with him. They love him. Outside, they I don't I don't think that the the French or whatever think of Kane as highly as anyone else does. He's kind of quiet. He's not like, you know, he doesn't have that like flair. So I always think, why aren't we going after English players? Now Use Kane as a draw. With- we're gonna to have to deal with English squad rejects and Dyer and Winks. Yeah. Well, Dyer, well, yeah. It's, it's it's like, I'm not complaining about Dyer at all. And like Winks has been playing better. I don't. I don't like Winks, but no, I'm I, not complaining about Dyer. I'm, compl- I'm just saying we're gonna to have to deal with. That's gonna be our English guys right now. No. I yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, we're getting lampy in the summer. I'm not gonna believe anything about any of that shit with this team still. But um, yeah, just. Use your biggest draw. And on that note, that was my biggest thing of this whole transfer period. We got rid of everybody that we needed to get rid of, and we freed up a whole bunch of space now for summer. And now we have no excuse, right? Every time that we went into a summer transfer window or any transfer w- window, it was because uh, we didn't sign the people we didn't, uh, we didn't sign the people we wanted because we didn't have the money because we were tied up with the money. Now we got rid of the money. So now it's freed up. Now there's no excuse. Oh, so, some of the money. Some of the money. A lot, some of these guys of are just loaned. They, 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 don't, they don't got that 60 million yet uh, from PSG. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah, we don't have that stadium deal either. Even though supposedly we're in a good position. Skywalk? We have this. I needed you so bad. <laughs> Derek and Jose have been dragging me into their like just their argument, their arguments. When I just needed your sarcasm, because then I can go back to being more myself, just being a sarcastic piece of shit. And your your absence has let me fall into their hole. Jose's been super argumentative. Jose got a fight with me about the play of Sissoko and Hoiberg in the final third. We had an argument about that. Why? Ben's personal hell. Jose's down bad. But we haven't done this on the pod. We're doing this more on, on the chat. On the pod, we've been pretty peaceful. Why? What do you mean? Did you guys skip like four episodes or something? Yeah, it might have been that too. (laughs) Did a break. I didn't realize it was four. Who skipped more, uh, more, more episodes? uh, Spurs in or Gilleselzo playing good football for Spurs? Who skipped more? Nick. You did. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> more missed opportunities. Uh, what, uh, anyone got anything else? I can't believe we sold Gio or we loaned Gio. <laughs> anyone have any in memoriams of great moments? Your favorite goal, your favorite deli moments? It was Crystal Palace, right? The Crystal Palace goal was yeah. insane. <laughs> but Real I the Arsenal I love the what the contribution, the flick save from that ball that was going out in the corner. 
when he saved it back to Kane and Kane scored that crazy masked goal against Arsenal. Oh, when they were wearing my those favorite Delhi. the all purples, the all purple jerseys. I don't know if they were wearing uh, the purple jerseys for that game. It was I in that. White. It was in the thing he posted, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I, believe I think so. I'm pretty sure it was wearing the purple jerseys. And then I went on eBay and immediately tried to find a Deli Alley purple jersey, but hard to find so a Deli Alley jersey. Are we feeling net positive or net negative about everything that happened here? Well, here's another move thing. None of the teams that were battling for fourth did anything. I mean, Arsenal let Pierre Emerick Aubameyang leave to leave for nothing. Didn't bring anyone in. They literally couldn't play a game for, against us the other, like, what? two, three weeks ago because they enough have enough players with one COVID case and they brought no one in and loaned out like four players. They should be furious. Maybe yeah. that's the cool thing now because United loaned out several players. We loaned out several players. But we've got, we brought, we did sign like try that's to good. do something. That's so, what we bring you two guys. Do I, do I love this window? No, I don't think there was a, I think there was like a weird plan of just, yeah, finding the best player. Oh shit. Uh, we didn't get this guy. We need to fill in this spot. But we did an yeah, excellent and- job of getting players that Conte was like, screw this, because I brought back Conte out the door. So props to that. So that's what yeah. pretty much and saved they just lost another player, but not for transfers and for some other crazy shit. But that, yeah, like none of these guys did anything. Uh, I mean, man, you still has got still has the best players. And that's a team that I'm still most afraid of just because they have the best players. West Ham didn't do anything and neither did Arsenal. So at least we have some. We we've made a team that's been competing a tiny bit better, and sets us up for the summer. But the summer's yeah, like all gonna. It sets us up for the summer for sure. I was gonna say that. But I the mean, summer that, all matters that, on UCL, cool. right? It matters on one thing: if we get that fourth spot, and if we don't get that fourth spot, we are going to be signing backup players again. I don't know there. Well, just not with content. Another winger. One more Not with Conte there. Not with, I, I think with Conte there, we're, we're, we're okay if we don't make Champions League. I mean, of course, the goal is to make Champions League, and there you would attract the more, like, better players. But I think with Conte there, there's still going to be an attraction. And the other thing Paratici does very well is he signs players on freeze and overpay, overpays their, their salaries. Like he did it with Ramsey. Um, and there are a bunch of good players that are going to be out of contract. And Kessie say that he doesn't want to come here. Uh, I don't want Kessie. Well, fuck him then. Right, get him out of here. Get him. <laughs> oh, <out> you. <laughs> I've said his name multiple times. You know, who I wanted. I wanted him. Um, we literally did business for midfielders with Leon and couldn't do anything to get Guimaraes. I was. It was that blows my mind. We gave them in Dombele and we couldn't fight Newcastle for uh, Guimaraes. Would have been a perfect eight. Like I just. He's like the best player in the French league right now. And no one else fought for him. Cause I used to think, you know, Newcastle probably like under the table told them, we're going to murder you if you fucking try to fight with us because terrorist FC. And how much they spent? 115? I think in the, in the this winter transfer period, 115 million you just spent. Yeah. Team run like fucking Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And two ex Spurs are coming back to the Premier League. Oh, let's talk about that. It's a great call. Christian yeah. Erickson's back, and I couldn't be happier. I mean, I, I would say I wish he, he came wait, back for another one. Karen Trippier. Oh, but he was, he's yeah. been back. He's been yeah, back. that was like let's two Let's talk weeks about Erickson. Like, that's such a great story. I'm just like super happy to see him play. It's going to be great to I see his first time. I'm, just, I'm so fucking worried, man. That's it there, Derek. That's it. I'm super happy for the dude, but I'm also 
I really hope that he's okay. He's not rushing back into something or or going back into the game that we, I mean, it's tough. We, we, we fall in love with these games and we want to come back, even though we know it's not the best thing for us. And I, I hope he made the right decision. Uh, much, much success to him. Uh, I mean, if the doctors say he can play, obviously it's scary. He can go when I'm, I'm just excited to see him play and back after that obviously terrible moment that happened, the European Championship. Yeah, but uh, we could use Derrickson. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if he went to Brentford, I'm sure he would have come back here. But I don't, I don't know. know. I, I feel he like also he probably didn't have a great experience with Conte. I thought he yeah. at the end he figured it out. With yeah, Dante. at the end, but I think it took him a year to kind of get get his boots going and, well uh, we kind of knew that like when erickson left us he was half-assing it all over the field he wasn't just going to jump at the conte system and be like i'm ready to go like nah, you're still kind of you know meek around tackling and stuff like that and running up and down the field that was Dan, That's not spurs related but soccer related is canada our new mexico do we hate canada now i mean like for now let's all right so context Canada beat us 2-0. And without their, it was about, without their best player. Without their best player. And it was a game that we kind of dominated possession, but at no point we dominated possession and still had a, a lower expected goals in Canada. It was that kind of game. Like at no point did I think we were gonna actually win. I actually bet against us. Typical because I'm, I'm a huge USA fan. Go Canada. <laughs> no, they won me 40 bucks. Like such a good bet. And yeah, uh, we just we've <laughs> switched just a good team there. They are they've been solid the whole qualifying round. So it's yeah. Well, we have what do you mean? We have all those players that now play European soccer. It's true. Yeah. They all played we're together. In second place. We're in second place. It's not like we're in second. Oh bottom. yeah, yeah. But we shouldn't be getting smoked out by Canada. Eh, do, I mean, they play hockey, nil, and but it was you know, you know, it's two 0 but it's really one 0 And Turner probably should. I thought he should have made. Got Matt Turner, you that, suck because you're on Arsenal now. Yeah, <laughs> that was I mean, really yeah. That's his own fault. I mean, he bottled that one. He was destined for it. But they weren't so really, good. Who do, they weren't who good. Do we they weren't good. Here? Who do we blame here? Uh, probably Burnhalter. Arsenal's fault. No, I blame Burnhalter. Oh, we blame we're, Mourinho we're, on this one. Oh yeah, I will always. <laughs> <laughs> I blame. Yeah, I'm gonna blame Mourinho too. No, nah, Burnhalter. I don't know. I'm not the one to be talking about because I don't care. I, this team hasn't brought me any joy ever, so I don't give a shit about the U.S. men's national team. I want them to win, but they don't. I don't. They don't make me feel anything. You get what I mean? I'm not. I'm not coming out here. I will to talk soccer because I love it, but I'm not coming out here to talk about the U.S. men's national team, women's national well, team. They're, they're winners now. They are fucking winners. That's what I like to talk about. Winners. That's why we do a Spurs podcast. Right. Yeah, I was about to say. All right, so Great what point. is everybody on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being awesome, 1 being not awesome? Thank you for explaining how that works. How do you grade the window? 4. That's it? You're just going to say a number? <laughs> 1, 4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought we did that in the beginning. We kind of said it, but we all thought. Yeah, I gave it a, all okay. right, fine. I gave it a 4 because... I don't get the point. Like I'm excited. I'm ex- always excited for incomings. I'm excited for cool. See, I don't get the point or the plan. I don't see it. I gave it a four close. I gave it midway. Cause I thought we did good with the outgoings. We got players out, but I don't know. It seemed like we just panicked and grabbed some guys. I'm gonna give it a 6.5. Not the greatest window. We didn't get everything that we didn't get anything that we really wanted. Needed. But we got rid of players that we've been dying to get rid of for a long time. And I think that was the most important business. 
of the whole thing. It's been years. I'm sorry, Derek. It's been years that we know <laughs> that we've been, we should have been moving on from these guys. And, not, you know, not to shit on them. Maybe it just does, doesn't work here. Maybe they will be successful somewhere else. I'm not doubting that. These guys have talent. Gio has talent. We see it with Argentina. Tangy has talent. We've seen it before. But maybe it just didn't. It, is, it wasn't the place. Tottenham wasn't the place for them. Delhi too. Tottenham wasn't the place for him anymore. And that was the most important part of business. We got rid of those guys. Conte identified, hey, I can't do shit with these guys. These guys, I, I could. These guys, I couldn't. It's time for them to go. I like to live in a world where he walks in Dan Levy's office and goes, can't do shit with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> can't do shit with these guys. Get them out. <laughs> and, he, and, then, and Levy goes, hold on one second. I'm on the phone with Lewis talking about the second yacht he needs to buy. So yes. we'll get to your players after this. Going to the Bahamas. I was going to give it a six because I think they did good on getting some of these guys out. What was it? The summer of 2019 where they got a couple of these fools that didn't work out. Um, you know, at the time they looked like it was going to be the best summer that we've ever had in terms of signing players. And it went pretty much the exact opposite direction. Um, you know, you're obviously looking at the, the lens of what came to be and not what was at the time, but still, I mean, you got to have some foresight when you're signing these players <laughs> stuff just went to hell. Um, you know, yeah, who are who's our fucking scouts? Yeah. <laughs> who's scouting uh, these guys? Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know. These are Pochettino signings, though. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, six. Um, you know, Kula's got a cool nickname. Um Kula. He's supposed to be able to play in a couple different spots up top, mostly on the right. Um, left-footed player. Um, yeah, and a Ben Ben Sikora, I, I don't hate his, his signing. I mean, he's he's we had him, but if, if that's a move that's going to give us some depth in the middle and set us up to find more need position players in the summer, uh, hopefully we can still make it to the fourth place spot here um, without those guys over the next couple of months. But yeah, I'm going to go six to, to round out my expert analysis. Derek, bring, on, bring down the whole mood. Come on now, buddy. I'm going to go with Ben and give it a four. I was going to give it a six. I was going to. But then I realized the only thing we're going to save from the Ndombele and La Celso loans is their wage for the next six months. No, Ndombele can be different. No, what do you mean? What could sell them both? They are both clearly up for sale. We have clearly showed that. that. But there's no obligation. It's all ifs, ands, or buts. No. You they're not I'm... getting sold for anything remotely close to what. No, no, no. <laughs> the one thing where we can trust Levy is he'll make a good deal. But that's not always what we need. We just need him to, like, you know, over, sometimes overspend. Levy, Levy makes good deals. So, um, shit, I just lost my train of thought. Well, I can finish my, what I was No, no, I got to shut let's, the fuck up, Derek. I'm back, I'm back. my heart. Okay. <laughs> Good. The you know what? I'm going to interrupt both of you. What no, kind of no, you're not interrupting. The Ndombele okay. move puts a price on Ndombele that shows all the teams. I said that before, what we're going to offer 60 million so psg can look at that and other teams can look at that because people clearly like him a lot still so even if it's 40 million we sell him for that's good business we're set the set the value high it's what we're doing we're value we, we put the value on the obligation to the option to buy sure i get that uh geo breaks my heart i think most of the loans were okay I'd rather we get. I'd rather we would have gotten thirty million for a dumbbelly. Just get him out the door. 
What, what do you think about those reports that Gio was not a good person to a good teammate? Along with Ndam, I mean, we know Ndam, what Ndamble was, but we there was reports came out that Gio was uh, he was hard to approach. We did. There have been asshole players. That, I mean, there are countless players. Hell, Benzema set his his national teammate up to get mugged. Like, <laughs> wait, well, you're going very far. You're going like super deep about what I'm saying. But, no, but I understand. So Gio being hard to approach means he's got to get out of the get out of the club. Like, no, I don't, I'm not buying that. That sounds like something you would see next to the grocery store register, like the national Enquirer. That's I, hope this is, I hope this doesn't affect Romero now that he's back. Yeah. Let's just ship out his best friend on the team. They just did a social media video less than two months ago, but you know, maybe it'll be like uh, when the Yankees got rid of Melky and it made Cano actually focus on the sport <laughs> and not go to strip clubs. Right. <laughs> But yeah, it's you know, Jan, big big January fan, big big January guy, love he, it. He loved the hustlers on the West Side Highway. Absolutely, maybe, maybe they're hitting up uh, the strip clubs and where they have cages in London. Here, here's my next question, or my last one: Bergwijn, 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 whatever. We're too fucking Stevie, names. Stevie. He had that he had that amazing game versus Leicester. Amazing. And I guess is that one game good enough for us to say be like, all right, if a if Ajax had offered us the correct amount of money for us to get rid of him, like it, it was only one game. It was amazing, but it was only one game. I think they're holding on to him because there's nothing else. Who's no gonna play? Anymore. Yeah. There's no winger. And then he kind of sort of Conte has a plan for him to kind of sort of be a, another like striker. Yeah, which we know he's not really a striker, but that's Conte's idea. Besides Kane and Stevie, our fake striker, who else do we have? So I think they kind of had to hold on to him and not. Maybe they will move him in the summer if we try to get a, a striker like Nick said earlier, a backup to Kane. Maybe Another we will winger. try to move him to Ajax because I'm sure Ajax is we'll still going to have interest in, in him. Summer. Another winger. We'll need a winger in the summer. And, and another, and another, another holding midfielder. Have five of them. Yes. We'll, we'll have a three-five-two without any wing backs. Just five mid, holding midfielders. Um. I, I'm just gonna give it a pause here. Anyone else got anything else? You know, I why a we question didn't... for Nick. Nick, what kind of roguing were you using when you were away, bro? On that beard. That beard is grown. I'm proud, sir. Big boy now. <laughs> You know why we kept Bergvine? We only have, including the two new signings, we have 19 outfield players on our roster. Actual <laughs> senior players. Is that bad? That's eight subs. Or yeah, actually nine bad. subs. Not great. What's considering our injury happened? history. Now, I, we could start Harvey White in 12 straight games and make Jose really happy. It's be the year of Harvey White. I was joking when I said that. You weren't joking. You've been it a jerk was. all week. <laughs> <laughs> You've taken all of my shit as serious the whole time, too. You never joke had to about clarify you. that shit for you. What, what you never you... joke about you. He's not a joke. He's not a laughing matter. He's he's sick. He sucks. I guess I want to point out that on this post by the Spurs Express on Twitter, there's a lot of people saying 6.5 and 6 out of rating Spurs window out of 10. So I'm not saying I'm right, but, you know, I was right. So. 
put it on put it on our Twitter. Spurs in our Twitter hmm. account. Vote. Is it a six point five? <laughs> Or a six. Or, or a four. six. <laughs> All the numbers. All right, who's our next game? All right, let's do that. Uh, so we got Brighton in the FA Cup. Who's starting? I think it's going to be the same lineup. I don't think either of them are going to get into the lineup in the first game. I just said we have 18 outfield players. We, we don't have a second team to field. I still don't think Bettencourt or... Uh, Dejan. First team. I, I don't think it will be the same exact lineup because I think Kuti uh, will come back and play. And Son's, Son's ready too. Oh, so yeah, I think that those two guys will definitely like make it into the starting 11. I think if they're good to go, I think they'll, they'll Sanchez will probably sit down and, um, and sign yeah. a start for whoever. No I'm shit. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, Jose, that Sonny's going to start. I'm asking about the new guys, not the guys who have already <laughs> always started for us. <laughs> I think Sonny will start if we want to win. No. Do you think Dehan replaces, I guess, Lucas or Rodrigo gets in over Skip or Hoiberg or Wayne? Hey, I'm going to say they both come on as subs. Our third best is our third best offensive player, Reggie. Fourth best already. Is that a bad thing? I think that's probably true, unfortunately. No, Lucas. Lucas is third. But the other Kane, thing you got to take into Lucas. account. And Berg wants four, I guess. But that's... Overrated by one game. That fucking with, midfield. Uh, with Betancourt, he's in South America right now. Yeah, he scored a goal today. Right, so he's got three days to get back he, to he's taking, he's taking a better shot outside of the box than I've seen Hoiberg skip or any of them take. Yeah, that's probably that's, true. In that one game, just watch the highlight. He should probably start. Wow. Anyone else? Nick, you, you're very intent looking at something. I put the, t- I, I put the tweet out there, so follow our socials. Jose? <laughs> oh, thanks. Go on. <laughs> Take it from here, dog. You got it. Follow the socials on Instagram and Twitter. Spurs and Spurs in podcast. Our poll. Hold on. Let me see who's winning so far. You write six and a half or six? Yeah. Put six or six. Great. <laughs> Who voted? Oh, Jamar? Look at, hmm. 100% of the people so far voted for Nick slash Jose. Hmm. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, and Derek. Yeah. Route. Spurs out. I hope you enjoyed our transfer window. We'll be back. We're going to be back for the next game and the next game. And hopefully we'll keep this going and everything will be easier. But yeah, Spurs out. Spurs out. Come on, you Spurs. Yes, sir. In the pod. (laughs) Do it. (laughs)